This is 15 Minutes of Misery. England swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's on bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben. The rosy red cheeks of the little children. Hello, I'm Sean Locke, and we're coming to you from one of London's biggest tower blocks, Flat 70, Elderbury House, Major Estate, Woodland Avenue. I know what you're thinking, Elderbury's, Major, Woodland, but there's something about an 18-storey concrete tower block that reminds you of the countryside, and that is, we make our own jam. <laughs> yes, the Urban Preserve and Chutney Company is thriving. We make Yoldy Kent Road Marmalade, North Peckham Estate Strawberry Jam and Deptford Chutney. <laughs> All from local fruit which has fallen naturally from market stalls. <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous job because, as you know, all market traders are related to the craze. <laughs> Don't touch my fruit. <laughs> Why is it that the blokes who sell fruit and veg in market stalls look like they've never eaten any in their lives? They look like they live on an intravenous drip of pies and vodka. <laughs> the reason more people buy their fruit from supermarkets isn't the price, it's just less terrifying. One of them got me in a headlock the other day because I hesitated over some bananas. They don't go together, do they? Fruit and violence. Peaches and cream? Mmm. Rhubarb and threats? Mmm. But I had a bit of a result at the market today. I got six big bottles of Chanel No. 5 for £2.50. <laughs> I couldn't believe it! What a bargain! And I'll tell you what, I didn't hang around in case the bloke changed his mind. You know? <laughs> I feel a bit guilty, because obviously a bit simple, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> that's life on the streets, isn't it, you know? Dog eat dog. <laughs> I'm like a panther prowl in the urban jungle. <laughs> I gave one of the bottles to this girl that lives downstairs. She's beautiful. Long blonde hair, long legs, really long arms. I like that. <laughs> I've, never, I've never spoken to her. I've just seen her in the lift, so I'm desperate to know what she sounds like. So I'm going to use the Bugger King, which is a complex listening device built by me and my plumber, Hot Bob who hid microphones throughout the flats while he was working for the council. Yeah, actually, that's not quite right, Sean. I, I was actually working for BMS Maintenance Services, who are private contractors that specialise in local government work. Yeah, all right, and, uh, Bob. They, in turn, subcontracted me to carry out the work. Anyway, as I was saying, Bob hid microphones in all the flats, and they're connected to this machine called the Bugger King. You know, it's just like, bugging, you know, like, bugging, nothing weird. And uh, we can listen into any flat we want by just pressing this button. So I'm going to find out what that girl's like. She's such a lovely girl as well. <laughs> Good thing I found out now before I started staring at her in the lift. <laughs> Why is it that English girls have got such high-pitched voices? I mean, you go to a bar in France or Germany, they've got this deep, sexy murmur. Over here, the girls sound like Mickey Mouse after a kidnap ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I guess I guess I'll never find the right woman, someone who's beautiful, intelligent, witty, sort of female version of me. <laughs> Let's see what's happening in flat 68. gentlemen, uh, thanks if I could just have everybody's attention. Uh, if the men could put their car keys into this bowl, and the ladies can... Uh... I, 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 I haven't got a car. Ah, right, all right. Wallets, then. Can the men put their... No, wallets? no, my, I'm not leaving my wallet lying around. Uh, OK, belts. Nobody wears belts. OK, we put one sock in. More on the road. I've got uh, odd ones on, look. All right, pants, then. Uh, uh, rings? No. All right, we write our names on a piece of paper. Oh, boring. Oh, for Christ's sake, I just want a shag! <laughs> Organising group sex has got me one of those difficult jobs in the world. Yeah. Really is. Right, I'm off then, Sean. Righto. Yeah, it's a wife's birthday tomorrow. See you then. I've got to get her a present. I might get her one of those new bins with a powerful lid like a Grox bottle. Uh, <laughs> fill it with various cleaning items. Polish, duster... Quick brush, as you can, Bob. Pad, wire wall, brillo pads... That'll do. <laughs> Flat 54. <laughs> Table, George, you seen my glasses? Oh, ow! Sodding chair. You seen mine? <laughs> really, I should go down and help them, but they might get suspicious. Oh, hello, Leon. I just wanted to tell you. Yeah? They're coming back. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Poor old Leon. Oh, his life hasn't been the same since he was ignored by aliens. <laughs> Flat 81. I want to wear it. It's my turn. But I'm going out. It's my turn. But I am going out. You went out yesterday. Uh, well, it was my turn. Today it's my turn. I'm wearing it. But you're not going out. So? What a shame. Two hippies, one shoe. <laughs> the secret to any relationship is to be able to share, to trust, to forget about your own needs and think of others. That's why I live on my own. When I was a kid, my favourite sweets was Annecy balls. They were four pence a quarter, and every week I'd buy a big bag of them. I didn't like them. I thought they were disgusting. In fact, every time I put one in my mouth, I felt sick. But as soon as he got me pocket money, I'd rush off and buy more Annecy balls. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bob. Um, <laughs> flat 29. Finished your tea? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose so. What was that? Macaroni cheese. Oh, macaroni cheese. See, what I can't work out is, if they both get equal billing in that dish, macaroni and cheese... You'd expect there to be an equal amount of macaroni and cheese, you see. I mean, what you cooked just then should be called macaroni, 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 cheese! Macaroni, 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 macaroni. And what I want is cheese, 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 macaroni, cheese, cheese, cheese! You love your cheese, don't you? So anyway, everyone used to ask me, why do you buy so many Annecy balls if you don't like them? But I'd never tell them, it's my little secret. It still is. To this day, no one knows why I bought all those Annecy balls. I thought you were going shopping. Yeah, better be all. Hello? Did you buy me this bottle of perfume? Uh, 
sort of, yeah. Why? My name is Goku! As in Chanel, not the clown! <laughs> it's a dream come true! Take me, take me, take me! Oh. I'm sorry, was I supposed to catch you? Look, Coco, you're a beautiful girl with a really bubbly personality and a fantastic figure, I know, but... I know what it is. It's my voice, isn't it? Well, there is that, and then there's your teeth. They're not straight. <laughs> it's your hair. It's sort of dry and unmanageable. You know, it'd never work. You oh, dear. I've caused some serious emotional damage. It's only Wednesday. <laughs> One of the biggest problems in relationships is patience. People don't wait for the right person to come along. They just grab the first opportunity. It's like when you go to a student's party and you really fancy a nice cold beer. But in the end, you just end up swigging Tia Maria out of a dog bowl. Cup <laughs> tea. Yeah, go on. I can't find the tea bags. What oh. have you done with the tea bags? How many times do I have to tell you? What? We don't call them tea bags. Oh, not this we, we, again. We're not bags. You can't put anything in them or take anything out, which is the minimum you expect of a bag. <laughs> put something in your bag, you carry it around, then you take it out. That is a bag. I mean, you couldn't do that with a tea bag, so it's not a bag, is it? Well, what shall I call it then? A tea sealed yet perforated paper cage. <laughs> is a cup a bag? No. But you put something in it, then take it out. Yeah, but a bag's got handles, so isn't it? So it's a cup. Well, you take a bag down the shops, don't oh, you? Oh, there's nothing to stop you taking a cup down the shops. <laughs> a bag is a variable cubic capacity. You don't have to fill a cup. <laughs> a bag's made of cloth. A cup is simply a ceramic bag. God, it's nice, a cup! <laughs> I can't believe we're arguing about a cup. This relationship is... <laughs> Aren't oh, men and women different? <laughs> oh, so different. Mind you, lots of things are different in the world. Cats and dogs, don't get me started. Oh. <laughs> I remember one girlfriend I had, it was her birthday, so I said, what do you want? So uh, she said, surprise me. So I phoned her from Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'd only gone and got it wrong again, hadn't I? <laughs> I don't think two people should live together. It's not enough people, is it, two? <laughs> you, you do, you get bored with each other. I think we should live in groups of five. <laughs> two men, two women and a bisexual. I feel a bit guilty about Coco. Maybe I was a bit harsh. I'll see how she's getting on. She sounds okay. <laughs> if, she, if she lived in a group of five, she wouldn't be crying. She'd go downstairs where a highly trained bisexual would cook her egg, bacon, tomato, sausage, or the vegetarian equivalent, while the other woman would plait her hair and paint symbols on her feet, whilst the bloke would spin a bottle and they'd all get on with it. <laughs> 
Then afterwards, the bisexual would award points for effort, style and buttocks. <laughs> then they'd climb into an open-top car and drive to the coast, laughing as blackberry juice dribbled from their chins. <laughs> Mate, I'm just going to leave the wife's new bin here. I want it to be a surprise. God, I had terrible trouble getting it. I had to go to South Circular down at Annerley. I would have gone Dulwich Norwood, but a lorry jackknifed in Kibrook. Lucky I had the radio on, because some days I can't listen to that Bob. music. It drives me mad. Plinkety plonk, chonk, What? Have you ever thought that Marjorie might not be your ideal partner? Oh, yeah, I did have a fling with a Danish model once. Big eyes, lovely girl. Her friends were a bit moody. Yeah, she wanted me to travel the world with her. I said, you must be mad. What about me business? So she ran off with some Polish dancer. Funny bloke, always kissing his mates. Tried to kiss me once, but I ducked. Here, where are you going? <laughs> I'm just going to lie down in the road. You carry on. All right, athletic girl, mad on archery. She wouldn't get out of bed for less than ten grand. I thought, <laughs> some hangover. Uh, her dad was an optician. He rode for Denmark at the Olympics. Ruined his hips. Had a huge, great piece of uh, nylon on his nose. <laughs> You're right, mate. Cheese! That's all I want, just to fit a cheese! <laughs> oh, macaroni! Oh, cheese! has swings like a pendulum do. Bobby's own bicycles two by two. Westminster Abbey, the Tower of Big Ben, the rosy red cheeks of the little children. Sean's 15 Minutes of Misery was written by Sean Locke and produced by Dan Friedman.